This is Driven By, a podcast where we explore the intersection between passion and purpose. Sitting down and having conversations with risk takers, change makers, builders, and entrepreneurs to find out what it is that drives them. Hi, I'm Jordan Simonelli. I'm a Soul Cycle instructor and founder of the Tempo Club. And I am excited to have this conversation with you just because I've been so impressed by what you've been able to create with Tempo Club. Um, it's a really exciting concept. Um, I definitely want to dive into it, but I also want to talk a little bit about your, your journey to like becoming a personality in fitness here in DC. You teach at like every soul cycle studio I think that still exists in the uh in the area and it's like very impressive to see somebody kind of like hustle and bustle and move from spot to spot and you've been doing it for a while so mm. maybe we could start by just hearing a little bit about how you got into fitness sure um well growing up I was an athlete I played volleyball um my whole life I went to college to play actually I walked on the team at college d3 school and then I walked right off the team. Oh, <laughs> um, not for you. It just wasn't for me. It was too much. Like, I'm not tall enough to be a professional player. I don't like, know. I feel like stuff. you are very tall. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like five, seven and a half. Okay. Like, you need to be like six feet tall for Got that it. stuff. Um, but I was like, oh, I, I don't like need sports in my life right now. And it was freshman year of college and I quit everything. And I realized like I'd never really worked out before that sounds Mm. so crazy but like everything I did was sports like my whole life and like we would do training and like box jumps and lift weights and stuff but it was like oh but this is to this is for training vertical this is for this like I'd never just worked out which sounds wild that is kind of a crazy concept to think about and I don't mean to interrupt you but like (laughs) I think that's a real thing right like we oftentimes think like oh athletes they work out all the time Mm -hmm. but like they're not working out they're training for something and that's a very different experience than somebody that says I get to choose to sign up for a soul cycle class Mm -hmm. or a tempo class Mm -hmm. exactly yeah so interesting so I spent a couple of years not really doing much in fitness like not working out at all and got pretty unhealthy and like was very uncomfortable in my own skin and then towards the end of college I discovered boxing actually I feel like the group fitness buzz wasn't a thing yet and like there were some classes at big box gyms but there wasn't like little boutique studios so I found a boxing gym and started taking classes and like realized like oh like I have a little bit of a team aspect in like the group fitness. I love that so much. I had no idea that that was your like, your first intro back into fitness. (laughs) That's amazing. And like, obviously, you know, I love boxing. Mm -hmm. So like to have, yeah, (laughs) Yeah. amazing. I love that so much. I love that so much. So Mm -hmm. you start to get into these spaces where you're, you know, boxing, you're taking, Mm -hmm. um, you know, fitness classes, you're kind of not group fitness as we know it, but like Mm -hmm. you're doing things for your own personal fitness Mm -hmm. and exploring how to like reconnect with your body. Yeah. And I boxing, yoga, I tried running. I finally tried cycling classes and then like fell into soul cycle when I moved to DC, which was forever ago now, like 2014, 2015. Oh my God. Where are you from originally? A long time ago. Um, I'm was born in Buffalo, New York, but I grew up in Charlotte, North Carolina. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. So you fell into soul cycle. I did. And I was just a rider for 
a bunch of years. I like had no confidence in myself in being an instructor and I just worked the sales job because I was like, okay, I have to have a job. And I had like no real like purpose in life. I knew mm-hmm. I wanted to help people. And my dad is a doctor, my mom is a nurse. Like they were very like in the medical field helping people. I feel like I got that gene from them, but I didn't know like how to break in to fitness. Sure. Um, but one day I was like, you know what? Like, I love this, I'm gonna do it. And there was a small, small boutique studio called Ride, it doesn't exist anymore, but in Arlington. Mm-hmm. And one day I just like bit the bullet and auditioned and started teaching. And so here we are now. Yeah. Well, there were actually a lot of no's before Ride. I'm going to be honest. Okay. I had auditioned for SoulCycle before they had said no. Like, there are a lot of places that were like, no, 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 no. You don't have any experience. Wow. You don't know what you're doing, which is true. But <laughs> Well, I mean, and that's like a very real thing to share. And so thank you for doing mm-hmm. that because I think sometimes we hear no and the door shuts and we say, okay, well, then this wasn't meant for me. Mm-hmm. But what you're saying is that you said no, okay, let's keep going. Mm-hmm. You kind of got back up onto the, the horse or the bike, if we will, yeah. and just kept riding yeah. um, towards the next opportunity or towards a space where you could uh, find a place to be able to like evolve and totally. be a better instructor so that you can go back to some of these other places that yeah. had said no. And had It's really yes. crazy. I ended up teaching at every single place that had told me no previously. And most of them ended up reaching back out to me not knowing that I had auditioned like years before before the space and like recruited me to come in which was like so gratifying to be like oh you want me now okay I got it yeah but there's like some I don't know why I kept going around and like auditioning at places and getting told no or like come back when you've done this come back when you've gotten like your Schwinn certification which I did and like all this stuff Um, But I feel like there's, like, something inside of me that was, like, no, like, I know I can do this. Like, I know I can be good at this. Like, I know I want to help other people or, like, figure some other way to, like, show people that, like, okay, if I got myself out of this, like, I can help you, too. Got it. Amazing. So, (laughs) fast forward, when Mm -hmm. is it that you, you go from ride, eventually you end up at SoulCycle? Mm -hmm. You've been at SoulCycle now for two years in June. Okay. Amazing. Mm-hmm. That's so soon. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. Um, SoulCycle has ha- been through a lot, right? Yes. Um, over the pandemic. And it sounds like you joined during like mm-hmm. that, that crazy time. Yep. Masks on while riding a bike yes. inside. Crazy. <laughs> crazy times. Mm-hmm. To step into such a predominant brand during that time, you've had to have learned a lot mm-hmm. um, about group fitness mm-hmm. and having done it for as long as you have, you've had to learn a lot. And I'm imagining that this has helped you sort of like frame out what you thought would work really well when you decided to launch your own brand. Totally. Um, Before we dive into tempo, (laughs) I want to just ask when you were younger, had you ever thought that this is like where you'd be, you'd be in fitness or what did you want to be when you were a kid? No, not at all. Um, When I was really little, I wanted to be a fashion designer. Nice. So bad. I was I was like, I'm going to Parsons School of Design in New York. I'm going to be a designer. I used to like sew pajama pant bottoms and like little things with my mom all the time. (laughs) Um, But I was kind of driven away from that. I was told by like lots of adults, like 
you're not gonna make it. I guess mm-hmm. that seems to be it. <laughs> like there are only a few people that can actually make money in the fashion world. Like that's probably not like you should go safe path. You should get a business degree, which yeah. is what I did. Yeah. yeah. But okay. yeah, I wanted to make clothes. I still that's still in my game plan to like have some sort of label, design label. Well, if anybody can do it, it's you having been told no in so many like situations in your life and then to be able to like still persevere and to be able to get those opportunities, which is, again, I love having these conversations because these are things you get to unpack and get to find out about people Mm -hmm. and get to understand that no isn't the end. And like, there's still lots of opportunities for you to follow suit. Mm -hmm. You may not be designing clothes now, (laughs) but what you have designed is your own class yeah your own type of class let's talk a little bit about tempo and for folks that don't know part of the reason why Jordan and I know each other is yes fitness space in DC but we teach you know indirectly underneath one of the same groups that has provided space for Jordan to teach Mm -hmm. um, tempo in Arlington Um, and I've kind of just been sitting back and like watching you build and seeing all the amazing feedback that the people that are taking class are like sharing online, seeing all the content coming through. Mm-hmm. I still need to get out to take a class and I absolutely will. I have to take yours too. Yeah. So we have to, we have to class exchange. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe we just dive into like, how did you come up with it? Sure. Yeah. Um, well, I obviously love group fitness and talking nonstop about it, but I think that there's something really special about moving with other people moving together. Um, and I think that that I've noticed that on a bike, obviously. And I think an experience on a bike is really hard to somewhat replicate outside. Like mm-hmm. a lot of weightlifting classes out there are like circuits or you're at a station and then some other people are here and you're just doing your reps yeah. and then you're moving along. Um, so I wanted to create something where everyone would move together. Because yoga, you move together too. We, yeah, that's part yeah. of the reason why I love yoga. Exactly. <laughs> if yeah. I'm being totally honest. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's nice to like move with people and like feel yeah. their energy and all that. So I wanted to create something that we move together. And I also think that there um, is like this, I don't know if I want to say a stigma, but like people have some type of aversion to wanting to lift heavier weights mm-hmm. um it's just not really the biggest thing in a group fitness space is lifting and proper form and technique and I am a little bit of a nerd about that like I've done a lot of research and taken a lot of like courses on like the human body and movement and all that kind of stuff which is what you want from a by the way like a fitness instructor or somebody <laughs> that is like doing personal training like Hopefully you've done your research. Hopefully Hopefully you've attended the classes. (laughs) Hopefully you're a nerd about those things because, Mm -hmm. I mean, it's very much like an important thing to make sure people are being safe. And I think sometimes we lose sight of that in group fitness. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And it is hard in a group setting. Like you can't really be in front of everyone. But my hope is that I will be like queuing and representing like here's your proper form in a deadlift here's what you're supposed to feel let's try this heavier weight let's move at this tempo we'll switch things up and like are you feeling it in this muscle that kind of thing but all of that while moving together with like music and lights nothing like crazy flashy Mm -hmm. but um it's a fun environment right what i wanted Amazing. So the idea was to bring this opportunity for folks to come to their space, lift weight, do it intentionally, move together as one. Mm -hmm. As you're looking at tempo and how it's kind of like 
taken off and it's only been really in practice now for how long? Since March. So okay. So still new. Super, yeah. Very new. Still building. Still building. Yeah. But class sizes have been really nice in size, right? Yeah. Yeah. I can fit like 22 people a class um, and they've been pretty good. Yeah. yeah. It's been fun. It's really nice to like bring people I already know into the space. It's been really fun meeting new people. It seems like the people that are coming are kind of becoming friends also, which like building community within that space is like so on top of someone being like, I didn't know that I could do this or I didn't know I could lift that weight. Yeah. Being like, I made a friend in this class is like, oh, it's the best feeling too. It's all things. It's what we want yeah. from group fitness um, mm-hmm. in a lot of ways. But I mean, I, I guess when you look at the spaces that you're teaching in and you look at Soul Cycle, which is, again, being on a bike, moving when everyone's moving in the same tempo, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, when everyone's like riding together, and the lights are down and like it can be very emo- I've I've cried in a soul cycle class oh, I'll admit it I will I've 100% yeah cried. 100%, 100% I'll say it percent yeah <laughs> and then you see what you've created kind of independently for yourself like what does that bring up for you like have you had an aha moment yet where you're like mm, I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing yes I yes I'm like hesitantly saying yes. I definitely am like really proud of what I have been creating and I'm proud of the direction I've kind of turned my own life. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel like anybody really can do that if you really put your like mind and like heart into it. Um, I am also still like, so part of me is like, yes, I'm doing this. This is awesome. And part of me is like, okay, but we still need to build and we're still doing like always kind of like taking the next step also Mm -hmm. and never just like chilling and chilling in it but it is nice to have those moments of like ah okay cool yeah but also let's keep let's continue (laughs) when you think about maybe just like the career path that you've taken Mm -hmm. um you made a call to step outside of a sales role Mm -hmm. right this is Mm -hmm. fitness is full-time for you now it is it is. That's a big change for some people. That's some people are, and I say some people, I'm so talking about myself as I'm saying it. Like that's scary, right? Scary. My full-time job is sales, right? Mm-hmm. And um, I have oftentimes been like, oh, could I? And I, I, I show up and say no, but that's me. Mm-hmm. When you think about the risk that you took moving into full-time fitness and you reflect mm-hmm. back on it, what's that experience like for you? Um, it was terrifying for sure. Um, I liked what I was doing. I worked with like a bunch of different startups and that was really fun as well. But I just knew that like I knew deep down that like this was what I wanted to do. Right. Um, it's definitely, definitely a hustle. Like there's definitely a lot going on all the time and it's, um, harder to juggle for sure than just like there are times where I'm like oh wouldn't it be nice to just have one job (laughs) (laughs) at my desk and do my things but and then I remember like oh no this is like this is awesome I love this so it was scary and it is scary sometimes still like I feel like I still have moments where I'm like should I just no yeah (laughs) um but yeah it's it feels good at the same time like you kind of know when you're like okay, I know like this is the direction I want to be in. Right. And I feel like as people, we're always kind of scared of like, what if, what if this happens? What if that happens? And I tend to always say like, okay, I can keep thinking like, what if, what if, what if, but I know that 
regardless of what happens, I trust myself to figure it out. Mm -hmm. I love that. Mm -hmm. This show, I started it with the intention of having conversations with entrepreneurs, change makers, and risk takers. And I think as I was reflecting on bringing you on to um, the show, I was like, well, she's entrepreneurial because she started her own brand, her Mm -hmm. own little fitness concept that is growing and gaining popularity. So you're a risk taker because I, I assumed... I didn't know it was sales, but I assumed <laughs> that you had had a full-time mm-hmm. job prior to diving into fitness full-time because very few of us have not had another job in our lives. Mm-hmm. The change maker part, I also want to talk a little bit about some of the initiative you've taken around creating space and time for folks that have attended your class to kind of get in tune with themselves. Mm. Um, one of the things that we've been talking about a lot lately in our our little subgroup, a little community, Mm -hmm. um, is how do you cater to all parts of wellness? And Mm -hmm. part of wellness is mental health. Mm -hmm. And there's lots of ways to address that. One of the things that you've done is you've created space for folks that are in attendance to your class to actually sit with their thoughts afterwards and journal. Mm -hmm. Um, What is it that inspired you to do that? And what has the feedback been that you've received from folks in attendance? Mm-hmm. Oh, I love Tempo and Journal. I need to plan one for next month. Now you're reminding me. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it all goes back to like being an athlete and then kind of losing myself a little bit. I think when I started working out again, it was the purpose for me was like an exterior physical body thing Mm -hmm. like I was like oh I just want to be skinnier I want to be more in shape sure um and that didn't work for me like that didn't lead me to a healthy space um and I made it took a while and I mean I had to realize like no I it's not about my body it's more about like what's going on in my mind Mm -hmm. that that is what's going to like propel and change goals for me and that's what like reshaped my whole life it was like okay let me run a half marathon yeah like that was the very basics and like let me train for something and have something and some some kind of goal and I noticed shifting like mentally my goals or even like focusing on my own goals and like taking time and space for myself just totally shifted my whole mindset yeah also my physical appearance like that's when I started to notice differences when I was like happy with myself and like happy with goals and so I think that like a lot of people are afraid to talk about that even Mm -hmm. like just like where you're at mentally um and I wanted to create a space not to talk about it but to have people be able to reflect And so that's where tempo and journal came from. Like when I even set the goal to like become an instructor or now my goal is to like help and cater to other people and like realizing that there are people in the room that maybe felt the way I do, maybe feel something totally different that I don't know about. And like, I think it's less about, can you like push for 15 seconds or can you lift this heavier weight and more about like, okay, what's the reason behind it? Yeah. So with tempo and journal, we lift the weights and we have fun and then after we sit for like 15 minutes and I give prompts and everyone has a couple minutes to answer the prompts in whatever way they want to. Well I mean there's something super powerful about giving yourself the opportunity to get physically exerted Mm -hmm. (laughs) to be physically in exertion 
to have that dopamine hit, have that, you know, chemical change Mm -hmm. from the experience that you had physically to then be able to have your guard let down and be able to kind of be reflective and be open Mm -hmm. and in a position where you're able to have those internal discussions with yourself and maybe even put pen to paper and like explore that there's, there's science behind that first of Mm -hmm. all. But I would imagine maybe the first time people are like, Oh, like, how do I, how do I process this? How Mm -hmm. do I do this? But Mm -hmm. what, again, like have people come to you and shared like feedback and has it been, it's been great thus far. Yeah. Um, some of the funnier feedback, uh, was like, Oh, I forgot like how to use a pen and write. (laughs) It's like, we we type everything. Um, but there's been even like deeper feedback than that because sometimes some of the questions like even like how am I doing today yeah you're like oh good I'm doing good and then but you have to sit there for three minutes and you're like okay well let me really if some people are like it was nice to take a pause it was nice to think I didn't realize that like I was actually feeling this way sure like I feel more at peace calmer like a lot of the range of different things but overwhelmingly like that it was a nice time to be able to sit down Sure. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. That's really, really, I, I think I'm going to say it's really special, but like it is, I mean, it's a really special thing to be able to cultivate a space where people feel not just excited about the workout, but also mm-hmm. inspired to dig a little deeper and mm-hmm. to, to go, to go further. So you brought up the fact that like, this is just the beginning and like, there's mm-hmm. a level of hesitation that exists around saying you're, yeah, you're doing what it is that you're supposed to be doing. You have big plans, it sounds like, in your mind about how to continue to grow the brand. Is there anything that you'd be willing to share? Sure. Yeah. Um, Well, I am moving in a couple days. (laughs) So (laughs) this is all post-move plans, but um, I want to take it virtually. Okay. um, And do like 20-minute virtual videos and live streams and maybe live stream some of the classes and have a video library Mm -hmm. and expand the community more than just the like right now I'm teaching it twice a week. Yep. Like I would love to expand it more than twice a week and expand it to people who might not be just in Arlington, Virginia. Yeah. Um, I know a lot of people in other cities and I just think it would be very cool to expand and like create a really a bigger community. Sure. And that would be my plan. Number one is to have a virtual option and then plan number two would be to have some my like one of my dreams would be to have some sort of fitness retreat somewhere like so cool and do some tempo and like also like that bring in the general aspect but not make it all about like wellness only like Mm -hmm. fun too Mm -hmm. and friends and community when I think part of the the tempo brand and correct me if I'm wrong because it is yours absolutely <laughs> but it's a fun space yes. too I mean again the lights the disco like disco there's good everywhere. energy in that space so that makes total sense that that's where your brand would go mm-hmm. if you're thinking back to like this over overarching journey right mm-hmm. of getting to where you are today and I know it's a continuation we're not we're not done yet mm-hmm. um is there like one challenge that stands out to you like the biggest challenge you've had to overcome thus far hmm the biggest challenge I feel like the biggest challenge wasn't like one specific moment I feel like it was a lot of moments of the same response that Mm -hmm. I got 
a lot of a lot just all of the no's sure. that I've received when I know we kind of touched on that but it was like no we don't we don't need someone like you no like you don't bring anything special to the table and like a lot of a lot of narratives that were pushed onto me of like oh like you're just you're just another another girl you're yeah. just another person blah 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 um where people like are judging me and it's taken a lot of time to be like you know what no I, that's not me yeah like I know that I can bring something to the table I know what I offer and like I'm gonna choose a narrative for myself and mm-hmm. not let like people will always have opinions of me like not let the nose and not let the oh like you think you're cool oh you're not good enough or whatever it is get to me which it did for a while yeah so, like not a specific moment but it was like so it's so crazy how repetitive that moment can be especially in the fitness space 100 <laughs> percent. i'm sure you've <laughs> maybe experienced that i don't know but yeah i mean uh, yeah i think i think the reality is that whether it's in the fitness space or any other space you know being told when you know and you believe in yourself you come into a space where you believe in yourself and you're you're confident and all of a sudden someone tries to take that away from you mm-hmm. tries to kind of like take away your power mm-hmm. it's easy to start to doubt yeah. it's easy to start to explore negative thoughts or negative self-talk mm-hmm. and it takes a lot of strength to pull yourself out of that space and allow yourself the opportunity to reframe your thinking revisit what you know to be true about yourself and so mm-hmm. I commend you because like that is challenging and the truth of the matter is is like we don't just experience that one time in our life we experience that probably in many different ways and it's just being able to have the probably like the ability to kind of sit with it for a second reflect Mm -hmm. and then kind of refocus our energy on more positive and um positive activities and also staying true to what we know about ourselves and our goals. And this is why I think there's something that comes from taking time to write things down Mm -hmm. or taking time to really like understand what it is that you want to accomplish, what it sounds like you have taken time to do just in the way that you're expressing um, some of the goals that you have with regards to tempo. So, yeah. And I feel like it's a constant practice. Yes. Constant, constant, constant. Because it sounds from the movies and books like you just have this aha moment and you're like, I am confident. Like, yeah. No, that's something I still focus on and work on and think about every day mm-hmm. and reflect on and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. I'm like, why don't I bring all the stuff that I want to do in my life <laughs> and make it a business yeah. and like something that I am passionate about and share that. So, yeah, I yeah. love that. Mm-hmm. When you think about, um, like the thing that drives you, like the one, one thing that gets you out of bed every day or allows you to kind of like be your best self, show up for your clients, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. What is it that drives you? Hmm. Like there's so many things that come to mind <laughs> of when I think, what is it that drives me? Hmm. Is there like one word that kind of like encompasses it? Yeah. I mean, I think that the biggest thing that drives me is like thinking about the people that I'm going to be interacting with mm-hmm. and how so this is definitely not one word it's going on to be That's lots okay. of words I'm like one word okay cool let me tell a story <laughs> <laughs> um, how like what 
I do can change someone's day mm-hmm. around. And maybe it's not a life-altering change. Maybe it's just that I felt better um, walking out. So anytime I'm like, oh, I'm a little tired or a little sore, I think about like, but like what, like this is what I'm providing for people. And like that excites me and makes me want to like get up and go, yeah. like go to class and teach. Um, it's a lot of the like after class hearing about someone's day and how something I said changed the way they showed up in class or something I said made sense to them or sure. just even being there was like made their day a little bit better yeah yeah and I think there's something about that that's like focused on this idea of like you wake up every day believing that you have the opportunity to like make an impact because mm-hmm. you've seen it and you've heard it and mm-hmm. it's been reinforced and it keeps showing up and I think that that's true right and and I oftentimes think that we don't probably acknowledge enough. I mean, unless you're really deep in the group fitness scene and you like work out often, (laughs) you don't really understand the kind of impact like a really great instructor can have on you, Mm -hmm. like basically. And Mm -hmm. I understand that simply because I've, I've felt that that's the reason I teach yoga is because like I've had instructors that made such a massive impact on me, Mm -hmm. but like, yeah, I think sometimes we think like, oh, group instructor or whatever, but like Mm -hmm. there's a lot of responsibility that comes from holding that space and having that influence. And so amazing. Um, well, I wonder if like you are sitting down and having a conversation with somebody that's thinking about doing something like quitting their job and moving into (laughs) fitness or just somebody that's, you know, interested in, in, kind of tracing themselves down a path of, of entrepreneurship or mm-hmm. what have you, if there's like one piece of advice that you would offer them, mm-hmm. it doesn't have to be me. You're not offering me advice, <laughs> just so we're clear, but just in okay. general, yeah. um, if you're thinking about just giving someone some guidance on how to proceed. Yeah. Um, I think that you can't, really jump into it and be like I have it all figured out right now yeah like I don't know if there's a time where it's all figured out maybe I'll reach that point I don't feel like I'm there yet um I feel like every goal that I have had like I get there and there's not a moment where I'm like oh yay me we (laughs) made it um it's always like like one of the goals was okay audition and go for soul cycle and then I got there and like once I was there it was our like there were already bigger goals that I was going for so I feel like I for a long time kind of waited in the wings almost Mm -hmm. I taught fitness on the side for years also um but yeah I think just like you have to at one point just jump and go and try it and know that you're going to be there for yourself and that, like, yes, maybe you can fall back to whatever it was, but you probably won't. Mm-hmm. If it's something that, like, you're like, I know deep down this is me and this is what I want to do, then you you figure it out. I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that. It's like, don't do it all at once, but at the same time, when you know that you've had the time to, like, sit and think about it and you feel mm-hmm. it and it's true and it's mm-hmm. real, that's when you jump. Yeah. And that's big. And I think every time that I made a leap, I did have a little push. Yeah. <laughs> um, like so I, listen to I the had, pushes. Yeah. I had people around me like that were that pushed me into like, oh, you should audition. Yeah. For Cycle again. I had Matt from Flex be like, I know you've wanted to start something like 
Mm -hmm. let's start it let's set a date and that terrified me I'm like uh I'll just keep thinking about it he's like no like start it now yeah okay fine yeah Um, so there's always been like support or little pushes or influences or something that comes around and I'm like okay like let's just do it let's see what happens I love that so Mm -hmm. much um, well, I really appreciate you taking time to to chat with me. I'm wondering if you can share for people that are listening and they may be in the DMV mm-hmm. um, that would be interested in exploring um, Tempo or even just in general, like seeing more um, about you or learning more about you. Where should they look? How should they follow? What are the what are the stats? What are the details? The How can details. they? <laughs> um, well, if you want to come take a class at Tempo, you can go to thetempoclub.com and book a class. Um, Instagram is also the Tempo Club, or you can always follow me on Instagram too. Amazing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I will have all of your details yeah, in like, I'm the show. I'm not going to spell my last name right now. <laughs> As I say, please don't do it. Yeah. It's going to be a while. Like, no, I'm just uh, kidding. Uh, yeah. I'll be here for a few more minutes. <laughs> oh, no. I am, um, I'm, again, I am extremely grateful that you would take time to, to sit and share just a little bit more about your journey. I think one of the things that you touched on, we didn't dive too much into was, um, your personal experience with just your body and kind of coming to a space where you mm-hmm. felt, um, like you were taking ownership of that again. Mm-hmm. And it's something that I personally, um, have connected to as well. So I appreciate that share. I think there's a ton we could have unpacked with that. For sure. Um, but at the same time, one of the things that I am most impressed about is just the ability to um, kind of connect to your brand and then be able to put it out and let it feel very authentic to who you are. Having taken a class of yours in the past, you have such a great presence in the room. So I'm really excited to see what you're going to accomplish um, you know, with Tempo. And uh, we'll definitely be here to support you. So Yay, thank you thank so much. You. Thank you for having me, too. All right. That's the show. Thanks for tuning in. If you like what you heard, give us a follow on Instagram, driven by underscore blank, share it with your friends, pass along the good word, and for the love of God, continue to acknowledge your passions, let love be your guide, and always walk in purpose. Until next time, I'm Karen, and this has been a conversation about the intersection between passion and purpose.